This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. How about we step into the NBA on this Wednesday, Kate, and find out some plays that we like. And let's start in Philly, where the Heat are in town. The 76ers are laying three and a half points there, minus 350 on the money line at BetMGM, the king of parlays. The Heat are plus 135, total set at 223 and a hook. The Heat probably... I need to check on the status of Jimmy Butler. I don't think he's going to play. Didn't play last night in that win over Milwaukee. They had a lot of guys step up who we had not seen step up this season. But what is going to happen here, Kate? You know, I lean towards the 76ers in this spot, which is weird because... I mean, without Joel Embiid, they really have not been all that great. But I think more so the the play that I'm most comfortable with is taking the mm-hmm. over because you, you look at the defenders that are going to be on the floor tonight. You have Tyrese Maxey, not great. Cameron Payne, awful defender. Buddy Heald, he doesn't defend to save his life. On the other side, I mean, Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson, they're not great defenders. So it just feels like a game where this is going to be offense 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 a bam at a bio best defender on the floor but he can't you know stop the sixers completely by himself so yeah. 223 and a half that feels low to me uh 76ers have gone over this number in four straight games this number went over the last time these two teams met on christmas i know the rosters were different with with players not injured uh but i think this is a game especially with the all-star break last game before it like are we going to see a ton of really tough defensive efforts tonight? I don't think so. So I'm, I'm taking the over in this one. Yeah, you know, I, I've gone back and forth on this one, but I'm with you. And it's tough when you look at trends and then those trends can be changed by the fact that, okay, Jimmy Butler is not going to play. And you say, well, that's a lot of offense. Also, Jimmy Butler is a massive plus defender, right? Same thing for Joel Embiid. So, yes, you're missing offense, but also when you've got a guy in the middle who plays – as big as he does, obviously a big man, then I think that that's something you have to take to get into consideration as well. So I'm kind of like you. Initially, based on the trends, I looked at the under because the Heat are the best under team on the road in the NBA. There's 17 and 8 to the under. However, based on the lineups that we're going to see or not going to see tonight, I'm with you. Let's go over in Philly and hope for some points. 223 and a hook does seem just a touch low. Want to get your thoughts on this? Knicks and the Magic in the Magic Kingdom. Magic lane, three and a half, minus 155 on the money line. The Knicks are plus 125. The total is 212 and a half. You know what I'm going to do? I keep switching up based on the trends. Normally, I go under win the magic play they're a big time under team but i'm gonna go over here the early money is hitting the over and the knicks are a better under team when playing at home but not so much on the road but also if you look at the sample size over the past what three or four games these respective offenses have really ramped up their production even with some key pieces out so magic run the back end of a back-to-back i think we see some tired legs and maybe less defense and this number is really low i'm gonna go over to 12 and a hook I don't hate that at all. I could get behind that. I'm a little confused by this line. Magic, they're on a back-to-back. I know they're at home, mm-hmm. and the Knicks have kind of been just reeling lately, lost four of their last five. But the Knicks are coming off that loss to Houston where Jalen Brunson was called for the foul um, that gave, I believe it was Dylan Brooks uh, for Houston, free throws to win the game. And then the refs mm-hmm. come out after the game, and they're like, yeah, we, we messed up that call. 
So I think the Knicks are going to come into this one fired up. Now, I think the line is where it's at because Isaiah Hartenstein is questionable, and I would imagine he doesn't go. And if that's the case, like that's that's the only way I can make sense of the Magic being minus three and a half is no Hartenstein yeah. because then, then the Knicks don't have any front court depth, and the Magic are very good in the front court. So – um, I'm going to wait and kind of see throughout the day if we get any sort of news on whether Hartenstein, uh, Dante DiVincenzo is also questionable. Uh, but this line is weird, and I think it's going to make me end up taking yeah. Orlando. But on a back-to-back, I know they're at home for both of these games, so maybe that doesn't matter quite as much. Um, I don't know. A fired-up Knicks team, especially Tom Thibodeau and his style of coaching – He's not going to let his players just cruise into the all-star break coming off that terrible loss. So that's where I'm kind of mixed up in this one. I think I'm going to just have to hold off and wait and kind of see how the money moves throughout the day. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I expected the Knicks to be either a short favorite or at least not to be laying three and a half with the Magic. And so I'm kind of like you. When you see a a line like that that's fishy, doesn't make any sense, you think, well, maybe I should be laying it here. But maybe best to wait on that one. How about the Nets and Celtics for the second consecutive night? The Celtics right now laying 13 and a half points. Celtics minus 1,000, Nets plus 625. At MGM, the total is 226 and a half. Last night, the Celtics were favored by eight at the Barclays Center. That ended up being a push. Maybe you got it at a different number. But, man, I, I think I like the Celtics here, Kay. But, God, do I really want to lay 13 and a half points on the back end of a back-to-back for two teams? I don't know if I have the guts to do it. I don't think I can. Uh, I, yeah, I really don't think I can. The Celtics have not been great at covering double digit spreads this season. Maybe you look at a Celtics first half cause that's where Boston has been great because if Boston gets up, uh, early in this game, if they're up, you know, late in the third going into the fourth, I imagine Missoula just pulls the starters and it's like, let's go into the all-star break fully healthy. Let's not risk anything. And maybe the Nets get some sort of backdoor cover. Um, I mean, right now it says Porzingis is out. We'll see if that moves. I mean, it's still so early um, in the day that he could certainly switch to being questionable. I don't know. I kind of think, like, why, if, if Porzingis is dealing with any sort of injury, why play him right now? Right. You just beat the Nets last night. Like, d- don't mess around with anything. I still just don't love double digits with Boston. So, a first half play, I think that's the way that I am going to approach this game. But if you made ah. me play anyone full game, I would take the Nets uh, just because of that, the back door and the all star game coming up. Things get wonky. How often do you play first half bets as opposed to full game bets? I'm more of a full game person every now and then I'll bet a total, but generally I bet sides. Do you do a lot of first half bets? I do. I love first half, first quarter, but I kind of pick and choose. Like I have a certain so like list of teams that I'll bet first half on. Okay. I, otherwise, then I just stay away. Pelicans are great in the first half. Boston's great in the first half. Um I like the the Timberwolves oftentimes early on in games as well. So there's a couple teams that I specifically focus on their first half, but like a, a Magic, yeah, I have no interest in like a first half bet on the Magic. I, that's not something sure. I've been following. 
Yeah, I'm going to stay away from this game as well. I initially in my handicap yesterday before the lines were posted, I thought, I think I like the Celtics here, but I did not anticipate a five and a half point jump. I mean, home court advantage in the NBA varies, unlike the NFL, where it's generally worth three points. But in the NBA, it depends on the matchup, depends on the teams, and that number is just too big for me. So that is a stay away. What about your Bulls visiting Cleveland tonight? Cavaliers laying nine and a half points. Cavs are minus 375 on the money line at BetMGM. The Bulls are plus 290, and your over-under is 223 and a hook. I have to think or have to say I'm probably going to roll with the Cavaliers here. It's a big number, but you're the Bulls expert, so you're going to talk me off of laying nine and a half with Cleveland. They have already beaten the Bulls twice this season by double digits. Yeah, the Bulls struggle with the Cavs so much. I um, See, I don't love betting on the Bulls because they're so up and down. I, I actually, you know what I, I like to do, Jenks? I like to live bet the Bulls because if they're oh, up okay. big, if they're up big, they're going to blow that lead. If they're right. down big, there's a good chance they climb back into it. Like the Bulls are literally a roller coaster. They are all over the place, but they have been playing a lot better as of late. They've won three of their last four games. I think this number is a little too big. So I do lean Chicago tonight at plus nine and a half. Okay. But the, the the sabotage factor of that is the the Cavs are coming off of a bad loss to Philly. Snapped a big right. win streak that Cleveland was on. So maybe, you know, the Cavs want to right the ship, get a big win, go into the all-star break, happy. But I just think this Bulls team is feisty. Their defense is better. The ball moves so much better without Zach Levine in the lineup, which is crazy because he's Mm -hmm. the Bulls' best player, highest-paid player. Um, But Chicago just kind of gets more open shots, gets more threes, things like that uh, with Levine out of the lineup. So I I think the Bulls can keep this one within the nine and a half. So that's the way I'm leaning here. If Caruso plays, I love... Well, also, Jenks, Caruso, steals and blocks. We got to take that tonight. Oh, I forgot that you're on those steals props with that. And you mentioned him early in the show. So, hey, if it's been working for – and also, I think you make a good point too, which is if you're you're trying to find any sort of advantage, and an advantage is obviously relative when you're talking about numbers being set because Vegas is so good. But clearly, there are certainly some spots where maybe it's a prop like steals or maybe it's a Mm mid-major where you have to feel like the book's – aren't as sharp as they normally might would be just because bets like that aren't made as often right it's those small little um prop bets that you can get some good value on sometimes yeah absolutely for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts